Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today on the line, I have Chris Pantelli. Now, I'm super excited to have Chris on because, for one, Chris is from across the big pond, and I've never had anybody on the podcast from the UK. Um, So I'm super excited that you're joining us from so far away. Um, But Chris has a degree in business economics from the University of Liverpool, and he owns a small fast food restaurant, and he just started his new blog called Life Upswing. We'll get into a whole bunch of that um, coming up, but I kind of wanted to get into a little bit of uh, Chris's story because it's very, very interesting. So um, just a little bit of background. Chris, the restaurant that he owns was a small business that was passed on through his family. So he actually started working there from what age again, Chris? Oh, hey, Tiffany. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, it was straight after university. So I was about um, 21, 21, 22, I think when, yeah. But I had been working there uh, just, you know, as a part-time sort of job when I was 14, just doing bits and bobs, the things they would let me do <laughs> in front of the customers. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and it's awesome because you were able to take that generational wealth pretty much and pick it up and keep going, you know, and and a lot of times people don't have that. So I just want to, you know, go over a little bit of how that all worked out for you and how that went. Well, it was, it's the sort of thing that when you come into an existing business, it was doing good, but it's been in my family for so long that perhaps maybe some of the, the ideas and the approaches were maybe just a bit outdated. Um, and that there was so much scope, so much room to kind of try new things. And that's what I did as soon as I got in there. Um, you know, we just had a, a total overhaul of the menu, um, the sort of the ingredients uh, right the way through to the way we were kind of advertising that to customers and getting the message across as, as what it was that we were doing, the sustainability of the ingredients that we, that we were using, you know, qu- quite basic things, but things that ha- hadn't really been done and had a, a significant uh, impact early on. So that was really, really exciting. And I think my... My education kind of gave me a grounding and a bit of a, an understanding of things that probably would work. And then once I was kind of in there and I could get my hands dirty, that's that's when we were able to see the impact of those changes. So that was really good. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Sometimes it takes like some fresh eyes on things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. You yeah. know, like um, I'm sure. Don't don't tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm sure he's grateful, you know, for the changes that you did make and, you know, being able to take his legacy on. Um, I think that's oh, yeah. super important. So, you know, last year it kind of threw us all for a loop. But um, you in particular, if you want to just share a little bit of about what happened um, last year, you know, in regards to your business and everything else? Yeah, well, um, initially the plan was um, I was with my fiance at the time for about seven years and uh, she was kind of come on board with me with the business uh, as we had like more of a long term plan together. And then that broke down, which meant um, we had a house together as well. So we were able to sell that and kind of take some money, which was good. I had a, a an apartment attached to the business as well. So I was able to move in there and I had a, a bit of money kind of security blanket but I also got diagnosed at the same time uh, just after with type 1 diabetes 
at the age of 33, which was, you know, a bit of a shock. I was kind of like out of it for a few weeks. I, I, I was, my weight was dangerously low. I went to about nine and a half stone. I think I was in like a state of ketoacidosis. My organs were shutting down. They rushed me into the, into the hospital. Um, they said I was, uh, you know, my sugars were really, really high, really, really high. And they had to put me on insulin straight away bring it down. And thankfully, you know, within, I had a fantastic uh, diabetic nurse. And after a few months of getting to grips with this new diagnosis and what it, what it meant for me, that all, because that all got under control. So that was, you know, that was quite good. And, and then I think about a few weeks after that, all of a sudden we had this kind of national pandemic, this virus going around. Uh, and then they shut, they slowly started shutting the everything down and then we went into in the uk here we went into a full a full lockdown fortunately they they let the food businesses open i mean i did have to shut for a, a couple of weeks because there was a knock-on effect with a lot of the suppliers shutting down so i wasn't able to get anything to cook with i mean i could have opened but i, I wouldn't have had anything to sell so that wouldn't have been a good idea so we had to we had to shut the business down for a couple of weeks but then then we were back up and running but i just thought it was such a a good opportunity for me to to start something um, I'd, I'd always been interested in uh, having a secondary business. Um, I've dabbled with, you know, money making opportunities online, you know, throughout the past 10 years, I've done you know, Forex trading, uh, looked at like kind of futures trading, drop shipping, all the kind of things that you get mesmerized by when you're just searching online. But the pandemic and then also my kind of new, I wouldn't say healthy because I wasn't unhealthy, but I had to th really think about my lifestyle, what I was eating. Sort of, I've never been a big drinker, but I haven't, I've probably had maybe, I think, two beers in the past year and a bit, just because it's no moral reason or no, you can drink with type one diabetes, you can have alcohol. It's just such a nightmare. It's so complicated having to like figure out the insulin to take alongside drinks that you have. And I just, I haven't bothered. And you would not believe the amount of time that you have when, you know, you're in lockdown and you're not drinking. So I just threw myself into this new online business and thankfully it's really, really starting to take off. So it's really good. Awesome. Awesome. Now, before we get into that, I just want to go back a little bit because for my U.S. listeners, nine and a half stone is 133 pounds. So that way you can get a kind of a, an idea of, you know, how small Chris is saying he got. And I'm so glad that you were able to um, catch it, you know, in time uh, before it really became a horrible situation. You know, I shared with you how my husband has diabetes and it can get really scary sometimes times oh yeah so you know but, oh go ahead no it's just before but before having it i always just thought diabetes was you know just a small thing that people have and people deal with i didn't think it was such a big issue but it's not really once you've once you've got it under control but if you take your eye off the ball at any point it is it is dangerous and if you you know going through life undiagnosed with it it's, it's really serious it can have really serious implications so I was lucky that we that we got it when we did and then you know now it's just a question of you know it's a change to lifestyle but I just try and see the positives of it you know I've got this is forcing me to change my lifestyle so what else can I change to have a positive impact on my life and hence life upswing <laughs> my blog name um, <laughs> so yeah the whole thing kind of comes together and just you know changing your your, your attitude and, and just trying to get as much positivity out of what you can. That's, that's been the basis for me. Absolutely. And I love, I love your story because, you know, last year I was telling people I was kind of grateful for the pandemic in a way, 
Because it forced people out of their comfort zones. Like it forced people to start being creative. Um, it forced people to start, you know, looking around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah. your story is a prime example of that. You know, once the pandemic hit, you were like, okay, what else can I do? <laughs> and so that way I can kind of have a safety net, but also, you know, start doing something that I love, you know? So I love your story in that way because it just brings all of those points home. And, you know, you thought to go ahead and diversify, you know, what kind of businesses you have. And, you know, a lot of people, like, I cannot tell you how many like creative ideas I saw come out of the pandemic. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, you know, what was going on in the UK, but I know here in the US, they had like drive through parties and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Um, what yeah. type of creative things have you seen over there? Well, I mean, people are doing just a lot more stuff online as well. We've had like the sort of online fitness thing blow up with people's YouTube channels, um, which has been exciting. But it's interesting because it, it's still not over for us. I don't know. You've kind of got a bit more normality back in the UK. We're still in lockdown and you can still go to the shops. You can still get, um, go to the supermarkets, the priority shops, but everything else, there's no pubs, there's no restaurants, there's no concerts, music, nothing. The, the schools are just going back next week. So we're still not out of the woods at all yet. Um, and I think it's been such a long slog. People were so kind of in it together at the beginning and like optimistic and, you know, like you said, trying new things, being creative and stuff, but it's, it's just been such a long time now. People are really sick of it. We've had the vaccination program kind of really getting underway now. I've actually been vaccinated as well because I'm part of the, the higher risk, not the highest risk, but the higher risk with the diabetes. So hopefully we will see more of a return back to normality in the coming months, but we're, we're still not, you know, we're still not out of the woods. So yeah. And I think that's the common thought across the world at this point. Like we, we just all want to get back to normal. And then when we do get back to quote unquote normal, what is that going to look like now? You know, um, mm, since exactly. so many things yeah. have gone virtual, you know, kids have been out of school for so long. It's just, you know, we just don't know what we're going to be looking at. But nevertheless, we do know that you have your new blog and it's called lifeupswing.com. If you can just tell us a little bit about what happens over there on your block. Uh, okay. So um, I basically write under sort of three categories, making money, saving money, and different ways to think about money just to improve your life. So it's, it's going really well. The first few months was, I mean, it's, it's if you come across the sort of world of online blogging as, as a good way to start a business, I definitely think it is, but it is way, way more work than the mm -hmm. sort of the, the post where yeah, you're, you're now, your, your blog's coming up, what, three years old is it now? It's really nice, by the way, your blog. I love the design. Oh, thank you. It's stunning. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you look at a blog and you think, oh, that's nice. That They probably you know, write a few articles. It's so much more to it. I mean, I'm doing my 50, 40 hours a week now, kind of reduced hours at the shop, but I'm doing maybe another 20 some weeks, 25 hours a week on my blog, going till, you know, one, two o'clock in the morning, my eyes glazing over at the laptop. <laughs> and then when something breaks and then there's so many facets to, to growing it, to uh, marketing it. Um, the, the writing part is just such a, a small part. Um, but yeah, I, I love uh, obviously writing about side hustles, um, different unique ways that you can make money. 
different ways that you can kind of save money and treat your money, uh, ways you can budget. So there's there's loads of really good stuff on there. And I've put loads of, um, I've started doing a few YouTube videos as well, just to add some, a bit more um, to certain articles that might benefit from like a sort of like video explanation because uh, it's a bit easier to learn with video. I've kind of thrown that in as well. A podcast is something which is on the horizon, perhaps maybe, although I'm sure that's way more work as well. Tiffany, is it? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As we talk here uh, on a Sunday morning, yeah. <laughs> you know, the work never stops. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it is a lot of work and a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes, the, the type of work that it entails. They just see, oh, the nice polished look, oh, yeah. the good information, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. But, you know, it's a whole different animal it on the is. back end. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's. It's essentially a corporation where you have to take the, especially at the beginning, you have to take on the role as, you know, CEO and every other position known to man. You have to do it all and and, and you have to kind of do it all quite well. Otherwise, you you won't get seen and it, nothing nothing will move and you won't make any money. So, but it, it has been fun. And I would, I would definitely recommend anybody listening that's thinking uh, I'd like to start. So for me, the reason I started my blog was to... Uh, well, first and foremost was, a, a, you know, a good creative outlet somewhere where I could sort of do something with the things that I've learned over the years and the things that I'm continuing to learn today, but also to, to make money uh, as a priority. And I think it is a really, really good side hustle, a really, really good way. I think you need to give it lots and lots of time. Don't think that you could, uh, you know, jump on board. I mean, you see these sort of income reports, you know, that's just like a blue host affiliate link post that says, make $5,000 a month, sign mm-hmm. up with my affiliate link now. <laughs> and in three months, you'll be making it. I mean, that, I mean, it maybe happens once in, you know, once one in a million, but it really, you need to give yourself a good kind of couple of years to to graft at it and grow it. But I think if you if you follow the right people and put the put the work in, it's definitely something that can be a, a secondary income. Which, if you own a business, especially now in this time in this economic climate, especially a bricks and mortar business, I think having a secondary uh, source of income online is just a really good idea, just to spread your risk and have sort of you know the two things running alongside each other in case anything like this happens again or don't forget as well coming coming out of the pandemic what is the economy going to look like in terms of i mean the jobs our jobs figures aren't looking good i think unemployment's about five percent i think you guys in the us are about 14 percent unemployment people mm-hmm. aren't going to have money we've borrowed more money in the uk now than uh, in any time, any peacetime, we've borrowed the most amount of money. So they're going to have to get that back, which means higher taxes. People are going to be spending less. And how are people going to be spending? People have, just, it's been kind of hammered into them now over the past 12 months that to spend money online. That's how everyone is spending money. So now is, is no, there's no time right now to kind of jump on board if you can and get a piece of that action. So that's why I've done it. And, let, you know, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. But I completely agree with that whole, you know, scenario. It's like we are being groomed to buy online, to use digital money, you know, that type of thing. And so, you know, what is going to happen to brick and mortar shops, you know, whether it's uh, food, clothing, you know, all types of stuff. It, it, it'll just be interesting to see how this all shakes 
out once we do quote unquote reopen, you know, what does, what is reopening going to look like, yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, I'm so glad that you joined me this morning. This was a very lively discussion and a lot of good information. So Chris, if you can tell our audience, where can they find you if they're interested in learning more about your blog or learning more about you? Um, okay. So yeah, my blog, uh, lifeupswing.com. Uh, if you go there and then, uh, You've got my social icons on the bottom as well. If you want to check out the four videos I've done on YouTube, <laughs> some amazing viewing for you there. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I've got uh, an Instagram account as well, but that's not very active. But yeah, check the blog out, read some articles. That'd be awesome. And you know, leave some comments or, or send me an email as well if you want to talk about anything. Um, I love talking about blogging. I don't know if you got like this. It's just be, I just live it and breathe it at the minute. It's on my brain 24 seven podcasts about blogging and you get to meet so many cool people as well. That's another thing, which has just been, it seems like this is the, my final insight on the whole blogging world. It seems like there's no other industry on, on in the world where, uh, we're all in competition with each other and yet everybody is so willing to offer help, support and guidance. And it's just, it's, uh, it's a really, really cool place. Just find the right people, try and find some, you know, a mentor, a few people that you, that you can trust. And, and for me, that has been such an enjoyable part of the journey. Absolutely. And that is definitely how it is. Cause I mean, that's how you got here, right? You reached out to me, Exactly. <laughs> you reached yeah. out to me via email and I'm like, Hey, why don't you join yeah. my blog? So we could talk about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so thank you so much for coming on this morning. And if you want to check Chris out, I have all his links in the show notes. So definitely check him out. Check out his blog, Life Upswing. I'm sure there's some really good information over there. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.